Welcome to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. This is the show where top digital marketers share proven tactics, tools, and frameworks that will help you acquire more customers and grow your business. Let's get started. Here is your host, Guy Rosman. Hey, Doug, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Guy. For sure. Happy to have you. Uh, Doug, you're currently VP of Business at Varos. What can you tell us about Varos and what you do there? Yeah, so the VP of Business is kind of just a catch-all position for doing a little bit of everything at a small startup. But what we do at Varos is we do uh, KPI benchmarking uh, for e-commerce companies. So what we saw and I saw in my previous experiences is that uh, people are looking at their KPIs kind of in a vacuum just based off historical data alone. So they're looking at their customer acquisition costs, for example, and they're seeing it go up, they're seeing it go down, um, but they're not really sure uh, if it's good or not. And so sometimes they'll Google what's an average customer acquisition cost for um, or a click-through rate or any other metric for, for a company like mine, or they'll ask a friend, but there's no great place to get data on it. And so what we do is we integrate with a lot of uh, e-commerce stores and some SaaS companies, um, and then we show them how their uh, KPIs compare to, to companies like them uh, in an anonymous way. That's great. Uh, and w- what kind of insight uh, you think a business can have by using Varos and integrating you know, in this process? Yeah, so what we found is a lot of uh, like e-com store operators who just have a sense of uncertainty um, if their creatives are good, for example, or if they're, they're running efficient ads and they're not sure um, if they should you know, go through the very laborious costs of making new creatives, for example. They might have ad fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so they might see their click-through rates go down. This is just one use case. They might see their clicks go down. They say, oh my gosh, there's ad fatigue or my creatives suck. I need to make some uh, new ones. But now they can log into Varos and they can see did everyone else's click-through rates go down too in, in the same time period. And so if they see if everyone else's you know, clicks went down too, they say, okay, this isn't because of me. This is just happening in the market. Um, I'm good. Yeah. So it's like another way to explain to yourself and to really understand what's going on because sometimes there's, there's impact from, you know, outside of what you do, right? As a business and in your campaign, just there's a landscape, there, there's com- competitors and there's things that's going on that you can't really control. Exactly. There's so much happening in the world right now. I mean, with COVID, you know, changing everything, and then iOS 14 changing everything, uh, marketers' metrics, whether it's traffic or costs or any other metric you can name, are going up and down. Um, and, and people just aren't sure if they're going up and down, you know, a reasonable amount, or maybe it's going up too much for me. Um, so it's just a way for them to verify and know uh, if they should be taking action or not. Yeah. So, you know, it's really, it's really hard, I think, to, to know when, when you're working on a product and developing such a product to really understand, you know, what is the right use case, right? And what you should focus on. Uh, so, so I'm kind of wondering, because I know you did a lot of product marketing and you're a product guy, basically. Um, so how, can, how do you uh, like gather the information that guide you in terms of how to develop the product and how to um, make it appealing to the market? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, 
so yeah, there's no product that exists like this on the market, uh, at least in this part, this type of use case. So we're doing this all from scratch, and we don't really have uh, anywhere to latch on to to tell us the direction to go. So you know, it's it's a few different things. So one, it's it's about putting something out there that at least a few people do like, um, and talking to those people and, and and giving it in the hands of more people and getting their feedback. So this, you know, when we started making this, this was born out of conversations with a bunch of uh, e-commerce store owners and CMOs uh, who expressed that they had this this pain point. Um, so we just launched a very, you know, early version of it. Just we, we gathered some KPIs from a few different stores and we just we, we put it out there. And then from there, after talking to them and seeing which features they use, we, we started iterating on it. Yeah. And, and, you know, like uh, you do have a background and experience in, in, in your previous work. You know, we met uh, at Yotpo while I was doing the acquisition and you did product marketing. Uh, tell me a little bit, you know, about your experience at Yotpo, which is also uh, software for e-commerce marketers. Yeah. So at Yotpo, I, was, uh, I started off over there as uh, the head of product marketing. So I led the product marketing efforts. Um, when we were just a small reviews company, um, up until adding a few different uh, product lines, um, and then became a product manager over there and re- managed uh, the the reviews product and also the the user generated photos, visual marketing products. And uh, how would you like? Uh, what was your process? Because Yotpo started as a as a reviews app. And it, it got bigger and bigger, you know, added more functionality. Uh, so how was your process of, first of all, like, again, like what's to do next? Like what is the next big thing? How would you get that feedback? And then what was the process of launching, you know, a new feature and introducing it to the market? Yeah. So at Yopo, we did have, a, we had a pretty big team over there. So it's very important over there to leverage um, the the team in the best possible way and for them to leverage me to, to help each other succeed. The place that I thought I could have the most benefit is to, if I'm just putting a product marketing hat, just like, a, you know, the release type of hat on uh, for a second, is to build up the resources around new features and new products released uh, to make them seem as great and as big as they are um, once they're released, uh, you know, you can release an amazing feature or an amazing product without much supporting materials. But in the end of the day, if the end customer doesn't see that and you don't communicate to them how awesome this is, um, it's, you know, they're just not going to know that. So things like um, case studies and, and running A-B tests before releasing uh, different things um, and writing blog posts and, and making some video content, you know, sales decks, all these things contribute to uh the perception that this thing is awesome so so i'd really try and focus on that yeah and and you mentioned case studies like and yet is a user generated content based marketing so so can you tell us a little bit about how would you approach case study how would you use it uh within the process of uh, launching a new feature or new product yeah, definitely. Um, so I really believe in user-generated content in, in all of the jobs I've had over the past uh, seven or eight years. I've been very focused on uh, UGC 
um, both in terms of, you know, selling software and also software being UGC software. Um, and so I can just think of a couple examples. So one is um, we were launching a new feature, you can call it a product, whatever. Um, and we really wanted not just, you know, a nice testimonial from from a customer, but to also put some numbers as to how great this product really is and how much, you know, added revenue uh, it adds it adds to uh, to an e-commerce store. So what we did was we offered the guy not just to give him this uh, product for free, but also to run an A/B test on his site with it. So you know we did we we covered all the legwork. So I went in there to his you know his Shopify theme, added in the codes, um, worked with him, uh, installed it, launched the test, did everything, um, and 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 he monitored the results you know along with us. And then we had this amazing case study to to release this feature. But then he also got the benefit. On his website, so it was a it was a win win for for everybody. And and what I would say about that is is just uh, pushing and asking for these things. Like even in, in today with uh, with Varos, you know, trying to launch from scratch, it's something very similar. It's really just going to going out to customers, hitting them them up. Uh, if they if they find value in it, if you think they find value in it, uh, don't be afraid to ask. Uh, for for social proof yeah so like as we all know social proof is uh, is key to build trust right with brands and you gotta have it one way or the other and and a lot of the times you know brands that i work with and companies that i work with they have a hard time to ask or to even go the extra mile and like you suggest you know to really create a a b test and a case study out of it Because it sounds to me that it's much more powerful than just getting the testimonial of how I used it and what it did for me, you know? Totally. Um, yeah. So so uh, you mentioned that you've also been working at Booking. And I know that Booking is also very strong in terms of, uh, you know, social proof and stuff like that. So how how did you manage to, to use social proof there? So Booking is quite a big company, Booking.com. And there, there's many different uh, departments, but I had the, the good fortune of asking and, and um, being allowed to, to be responsible for the uh, travel communities uh, section of booking. So that's like the community forum where people ask questions about travel and they get answers, kind of a discussion forum. Um, and, and so what we, what we were doing was trying to, to create a place. We were creating a place. Where it was an alternative just to a transactional uh, a product where people just go in and just purchase their their vacation but can get more value from booking through this community uh, that's not just travel and you know it's great value for the company as well by people uh, keeping people involved with the brand um, creating content for the brand uh, all of that um, had so many benefits for, for everyone involved yeah and the uh... Sounds interesting um, because it's it's not like directly connected to the sales right but it's content that's gonna support sales and, and I guess the engagement you know of the customers um, how, yeah. how would you, how would you like uh, measure the impact or you know how would you know if that kind of initiative is working or it's not working like how would you track that? It's very difficult to track um, and there's really no silver bullet to tracking that type of thing. Mm -hmm. 
you know, attribution is getting harder and harder. And, and even, you know, within a platform like booking, I guess it's probably easier because, you know, they're all on the, they're on the same site. Uh, but these types of things can take a very long time uh, to, to have their effect. Um, for example, if, you know, you have a lot of uh, nice content being, being uh, posted, let's say it was a thousand posts a day. That's just a totally made up number. And from those, from all of the posts you had, you know, uh, you know, 10,000 visitors a day that come from it. Unless you can say the specific people who are posting and bought or the specific traffic purchased, it's, it's very difficult to uh, assign a number value to it. Um, so it's kind of a, I guess, like a risk, if you will, that you have to take um, to believe that this is good for your brand um, to push that kind of thing forward. Yeah. And I also think, you know, there's added value to all of the stuff that we talked up until now, because, you know, when you create the user-generated content, you're actually getting so much feedback. Uh, and then you can take it, right? And to create the next product and the next feature and to improve whatever it is you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So you can use that for so many different things. So I mentioned SEO and, and, and conversions, but it's also, yeah. So putting that content on different places throughout your marketing funnel, uh, using that content in ads, um, you know, using NLP on that content to come up with different types of features. So there's so many different applications once you have the content, but the content is an asset. Um, and if you view the content as an asset, um, you have that asset forever. Um, I'm looking back at some of the previous case studies I wrote at previous company, um, and I see they're still using some of the quotes and stuff from there. So, so like looking at these things in a short term lens is definitely not the right approach, but getting them, once you have them, you really have them forever. Yeah, and for sure. You know, I always say that I always use, you know, when I write copy, or looking for copy ideas for the ads. I'm just looking at the reviews and comments either on you know the product that I'm promoting or on the competitors sites and actually taking the you know the exact same terms that people are really using to describe their experience and just using them and in, in, in the ad copy and I see that in most cases it works much better than anything that we can come up with, you know. Totally, that's a great idea big believer in doing that yeah yeah for sure so uh, you know this is like a, a my uh, product marketing tip for everyone um so doug like wh what would be you know because we we want to to talk about actionable uh, tools and tactics and and you've given us a bunch of uh, great ideas you know to think about but what would you say like the one big tip that you have uh that is either related to what we spoke about or something else that you can think of that will really help, you know, people to implement in their business and help them grow their business? Um, I would just say you really have to go out there and ask for things. Things aren't just going to plop in your lap. And, you know, we're on the topic of social proof. You know, there's a, there's a customer who... Um, I see he's been logging in lately um, and I think he's getting some value from it. You know, I'm a little bit hesitant to just ask this guy across the world who I have no idea. Hey, can we, can we, uh, can you refer some friends and uh, can we write a testimonial with you in it? But you know, you just have to swallow your pride 
shoot the guy an email. Worst case scenario, he says no. And he'll still be getting value from your product. So it's just don't be afraid to ask. And you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Um, that's what I would say. Yeah. I agree. And also, you know, most cases when you ask, people say yes. Yeah, people, you know, people want to play ball. You know, everyone else yeah. is out there hustling as well. Uh, and then they recognize the hustlers. So, so if you ask, they're, they're, they want to work with you. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's great. Uh, so I encourage you also, everyone that listens, go ask, get, the, get this content and, and use it, you know, in all the ways that we discussed. Uh, Doug, before we wrap up, like how can people reach out to you and how can people uh, test Varos if they want to? Yeah, so anyone can reach out to me, Doug, D-O-U-G, at Varos.io, V-A-R-O-S.io. Um, and anyone can sign up for free on our website and, and check it out and see if it, if it helps you out. You can just see how uh, your marketing KPIs just compare to companies like yours. Um, it's very easy to do. You just plug in, takes 30 seconds to set up and, and uh, try it for free. Amazing. Okay, so I encourage everyone to do that as well. And thank you, Doug, for your time. It was great. Thank you so much for having me on. It's my first podcast, and uh, I very much Yay. appreciate it. Ah, you're a star, natural-born star, man. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you, and have a good day. Thanks, man. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Experience Podcast with Guy Rosman. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'd love to connect with you and hear more about what you're struggling with right now. So make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn or just jump onto our website at mediaflows.com, fill out the form and get a complimentary 15-minute call to evaluate your paid advertising strategy. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.